I started to, uh, you know, like everyone does get, get hits, but the same, uh, the hits weren't sufficient enough to sort of change the, the formatted system. Yeah. And then I kept feeling something was off. Like when there would be a guy speaking to a big crowd and he came from Zen and he would say, you know, this is a funny situation. I'm, I'm, I'm like a man selling water standing by the river. Yes. And then he said, it's even funnier than that. I'm a man standing in the river selling water. And I would get that. I would finally get it and see that the importance of the message is not to get the message, is to see that what you're not can't get the message, yeah? To finally question the sense of you that keeps, it seems to be able to weather every freaking storm, every peak experience, every epiphany, every huge awakening event is claimed quickly and is presented as the one you, as the one who had that event. And it doesn't seem like any event can stop it from claiming the event. Yeah. And I felt that was more important than hearing the, all I am is consciousness or yeah. this or that. It was more important to hear about what I'm not. And then there was an identification as that. And then when a statement like you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha came through, it was super, super clear. It was like an avalanche. And it put me in a pause, basically, because I realized the failure of trying to use what you're not to find what you are. Yeah. And that's the most important part of the message is the warnings that go with it. Yeah. Because if this was quite easy, if there wasn't an act of being identified as something else, then hearing about it would have been sufficient enough to cause a sense of it. Yeah. Once you heard, let's, it didn't matter if for 80 years, you thought you were something else. And finally you hear that you are the Buddha, you would think it would erase those 80 years like that. And you would just be the Buddha. It would be that simple. All you needed was to hear that you were the Buddha, but that hasn't worked because we've heard that. We've heard all we are is consciousness. We heard there is no body, but we hear it as a body. Yeah, it gets translated to, and formatted to fit the system, the mental system. And so people talk, you know, yes, uh, I don't see you as a body, but I'm seeing from a body. <laughs> so, yes, it's just insane to me. So Ramana captured it beautifully, I felt. And he says it in a lot of the different teachings from different people that had listened to him. They always present it in a couple of different words, but it's the same meaning. And it's always emphasized as the problem, the greatest mystery. And that is... There's this presupposing of a non-existent thing being what? Us, really. And then as, the, as that wanting to get salvation for itself, which is salvation from a non-existent thing. And it says, if this is the case, and obviously them pointing it out quite a lot means they were very clear that it usually is the case, that you're, if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? That's fundamental. That's a fundamental point. That's a point before anything took a direction. It's clear right there and then. So 
as soon as I started getting a feeling of that, my attention and interest, not mine, the attention and interest started to go in the sort of negative way, the negative way. And a person asked me the other day, what's the difference between denial and negation? Well, when the mental state denies something, it's because it takes it to be super real. A negation is the reality of anything, yeah? It's not a denial of something to sow and try to make it unso. It's seeing something ain't so, yeah? There's no seeing it as it is and then trying to wish that it ain't. It's seeing it as it's not by the direction given to us and offered to us through satsang. So... If you, if you realize there's a mental activity and that mental activity takes very, very little time to kick in, and what it does is it changes the beginning point. It changes the starting line. And it starts, to, it starts after a process called selfing. And therefore that which comes after, which is I, this idea of Paul, is presupposed to be before everything. And now it's that Paul who thinks it's having ideas. Yeah. And it just keeps on building on this thing. And then, of course, there's a discomfort and irritability or restlessness will probably arise. And in the ignorance, we try to become free from that as that. Yes. And recovery captures it beautifully. It calls itself can't get out of self. It's the fundamental flaw, and I mean F-L-A-W, it's the fundamental flaw of seeking because we may be seeking or the seeking has been attributed as an act a seeker is doing, yeah? And in that act of implying a seeker, it's gonna neuter whatever the seeking could produce because a new, another agenda is using the seeking in a way that you don't know it's being used and that is to reinforce the seeker. So all the while we're looking, 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 it's reinforcing that there's a looker, 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 looker. So how is that looking gonna free you from the looker when it's there to reinforce the looker? It's like a come to Jesus moment before Jesus and before coming, you're just here. And you recognize something and the house of cards collapses and then it keeps reappearing, but you've seen something. You've seen the emptiness of the house of cards and it's not, it doesn't need to be remembered because it can't be forgotten. You've seen it. So in your innermost, whatever you wanna call it, we call it in recovery, the innermost, something that's not based on in the mental state and is not derived by constant obsession over it or remembrance of it. It just is. That can override all the yapping and all the megaphone warnings and forecasts. That silence can be the largest, the, the loudest sound you hear. It can, it is. So once it was put straight and I stopped looking for what I am as what I'm not, and I started looking at the manufacturing of what I'm not from what I am, it was just that simple. And that direction has never changed, yeah? It doesn't change if, you, if there's a, a moment where you're trying to help someone uh, or there's a moment that there's, so like Ramana said, he would say, talk about surrender quite a lot. And then on an absolute level, he said, well, who's there to surrender and to whom, yeah? But yet he spoke, he spoke to a lot of people about surrender. 
as in, it was a skillful means at that point for that person. But the absolute is who is there to surrender and to whom, basically. So is there any surrender? No, exactly not. Yet in the movement of that day, in that moment, he was offering surrender as what? As a possibility of relief, because what is relief going to do? It's going to be get more relief. Yeah. Not the relief that comes from a lot of tension and stress, but a re relief before all of that. There is a relief before the need for relief. Yeah. This is the thing with this message. Of course, you know, I get, went so far trying to get out of self in so many vehicles, drug addic addiction, spirituality. And then I came and so there was a huge need and a huge desire and a huge drive to seek liberation. But the real liber liberation is from the need to be liberated. That's the real liberation. You're freed from all those imaginary needs, yeah? All these requirements for you to be somewhere or somehow are just off. The whole ball game's called off, yeah? Yeah, and you are what you're looking for. The seeker is, there isn't two. There's not the seeker and the sort. It is the seeker is the sort. Yeah? So from that point, after hearing satsang, and I was in a position to be of help in recovery, and then we put out a website, and people from outside recovery got in touch with us, and then I started speaking and I saw all the glories of spiritual addiction. Yeah, just like I saw all the glories of drug and alcoholism in, in recovery meetings, I saw spiritual addiction thriving in spiritual settings. Yeah, I saw people who'd been there for seven days, heard 60 teachers and shit like that. And I'd be sharing about it. And then the person who'd been there for seven days goes, can you give me an example? And I said, voila right? What you're doing right now. It's just like here. People are always worried about the end times while they're in the end times. Mm -hmm. Yes. I used to live in a town called in, in Australia. They were so concerned in their daily, you know, the little community newspaper about on, oncoming development. It had already happened. Yeah. It's already happened in a sense. What you are, you are super afraid of is you're living from at the moment. Yeah. How can we be so blind? Because you, the seeing is different. The seeing is sort of panoramic. How it's, how it's directed when it comes to us is a form of looking called self-centeredness. And that looking is blind. When you're using that, that act of looking, you're blind to the seeing because that's what's seen. What is called the one who's looking, that's what's seen, yeah? If you keep calling it something else, you're gonna look for it as something else. So, like, yeah. You hit a certain point with this message that Uh, you know, lipstick on a pig. There it is. It's like cod, COD fish. There it is. Grill it, saute it, eat it raw. Don't even do anything with it. Use it for cat food. I don't care, but it's cod. Yeah. So you just keep presenting it. And uh, the freedom is in a heroic journey. 
You're not the star of it. It's giving up that you're the star is the freedom from the bondage of being the star. That's the real freedom. The freedom of having all the interest and attention that could be spent on this day, just being absorbed in what's not happening. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you hit a point where you just never get gypped. You're here all the time. You're here sleeping, you're here awake, you're here all the time. You've never gone anywhere. This whole insane idea of trying to get into the moment is predicated on a crazy idea that you could be out of a moment. I don't believe that's true. And the same thing, we're trying to get out of something that we're not actually in. Yeah, That's why all the escapes never work. That's why the great wisdom of no escape is there's no place to escape from. Yeah? How are you going to have a successful escape if you're not in prison, so to speak? Yeah, but of course we assume something to be true and then everything is predicated on that assumption and it's not true. Yeah, so we get down to the back, you know, go to the basic. Yeah, it's quite simple, quite, quite simple. Yeah, just look at the daily experience of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And you tell me which one is essential. Is the seer more essential than the seeing? Is the hearer more essential than the hearing? Is the feeler more essential than the feeling? Or is it the other way around? Is there feeling without a feeler? Yes. Is there hearing without a hearer? Yes. Is there tasting without a taster? Yes. Is there a taster without tasting? No. Is there a hearer without hearing? No. Yes. And then look at what, look at how the horse in your life is in front of the cart or behind the cart. Is the, is the imaginary noun before the verbs that are actually happening or are the verbs actually happening and there's a narrative about a noun, yeah? You may, they're both there seemingly, but the emphasis is completely different. When in the noun is before all verbs, yes? The life gets fucking pretty, pretty claustrophobic and you get a very myopic view. If the verb is before the noun, the emphasis stays on the living of the life, not the interpretation of the life. The interpretive hold on you weakens, not because it's weakening, your or the interest that's been in it is now being removed, yeah? Not by you, because that would be more interest in you, yeah? It's just a shift of interest from something to somewhere else. And you can tell the difference when it's occurring, yeah? So now the verb, and it's the verb alone, and then there's an interpretive narrative about a noun, instead of the noun blocking out all of the verbing, yeah? Yeah. So it's the same here in Hawaii, you know, Staten Island, Long Island. Novato, I'm not saying Nevada, I'm saying Novato, a little town in California. Yeah, there's the message. We're gonna keep pounding away at it because if you don't see it, you're looking from the problem in a way. If you don't see it, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be looking for it. And the looking for it, for it is the blindness to it really. The more you look, the more blind you are. You may be clear about everything else in life, but if you're not clear about this, 
that clarity isn't really serving you. Yes. Yes. To be clear about this allows you not to be clear or to be clear. It's, you know, there's no way you have to be. You're just surrounded by what's happening. Yeah. You have an acceptance of what goes on. So sometimes there's feelings great or comes and goes. You feel shitty doesn't mean anything more than you're feeling great. <laughs> it doesn't say because you're the feeling, you're only going to feel great. No. See, this is the dream of the feeler. The feeler is like, man, it's trying to feel great all the time, doesn't it? It's always shooting for it. That's fucking magical thinking. The real freedom is the acceptance of what's going on. Yeah. To be able to do what you want to do and not what you want to do. Yeah. To be free, to have yourself fitting around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you, as we say in recovery. So it's really a directional thing. It's the horse in front of the car. It's that's it's not how you shoot or where you go or what you add or what you subtract. It's just this little shift. Instead of trying to look for what you are by listening to what you're not, you see, yeah, the imaginary one that's made up to abide the claiming of listening to what you're not, yeah? And you see that from what you are. That's it. And it will build on itself because it's righteous, tell you the truth. Yeah, it's correct. Yeah, the horse is in front of the car. Yeah, put it to a test if you like, yeah. Hmm. All right, anyone? Mike, anybody? Oh, I got to pick the things. Yeah, any any yeah. hands? Anybody want to raise their hand? I can't see anyone. All right, we'll say goodbye. Oh, there's a hand here. Marie? Yeah, Marie, the lady who's uh, new. Yes. I don't know how to get it. Can you hear me, everyone? Yeah, here? I don't think they can hear me. That whole thing. <laughs> we can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. <laughs> All right, well, I think, I think Maria wanted to ask something. No, Marie, I think. Oh, is it? No, Angie. Is that? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't see your hand. It looks like a foot. No, I thought this one, but that's not. No. All right. Well. Give him a minute. Give him a minute to stew. Here. So wait, we have a hand. Oh, now we have two hands. All right. PK and then Andy. Oh, this is a one-two punch. All right, PK. Let's go. Hey, Paul. Hey. So I can hear you. I can hear you good. Just wanted to see so far, you know, how the uh how Hawaii is treating you. Well, you, you got your the pickup went well and 
the comm you are you locked in on the comm? I don't want to go into details with the uh, participants nearby. No. You're never coming back. It'll be a future story when I get away from you. It's, it's what been happened? Great. All right. No, it's very nice. Kerry's been driving us around all day. Judith has been putting up windows and cooking incredible uh, ahi and some curry potatoes. Yes. That's great, man. It's great to see you guys all there, you know, together. You know, it feels like we're kind of, you know, vibing in the Mahalo spirit too, you know, kind of, you know, indirectly, you know. So it's great, man. From one island to another. Forget about yes. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't so drink the I coconut. Don't drink the coconut water in Long Island, though. That's right. That's right. Good to All see right. you, PK. Thanks, yeah, everything's everything's well. It's uh, I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna go to different people's uh, hometowns that have been coming to the Zoom for the last few years. I'm gonna do. Yeah, some man. Zoom I'm waiting travels. for the, the Raffle Center. We gotta. We'll walk on the Long Island. Long Island Expressway. City will be the last stop, and I mean the last <laughs> stop of the Zoom. We can swim in the East River. <laughs> <laughs> Into the Zoom. The Zoom uh, trip, yes. All right, PK, All right. thank you. And we have Angie right next to PK. Yes, so uh, thank you so much for taking your time uh, in beautiful Hawaii and taking time to yes. talk to us. I deserve uh, a lot of credit, I understand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this this question is uh, from uh, the eagle, um, and it has to <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> show me where it is. Let me show me the questioner. Yes. So uh, show me the questioner. Where is it? So obviously, you know, there is a frustration when uh, we think uh, we have. Uh, uh, answers for other people who are struggling, um, people we love in our lives, but uh, like uh, it's uh, not easy or even impossible to get the message through. And um, I felt in one of your talks, maybe a little bit of frustration on your side as well for, you know, people not being able to hear the message or to I, I don't know so can you talk a little bit about that is there something that uh, you know well, any way in uh, which we can somehow create a better uh, circumstance for them so they can hear the message that may not be the point honey that may not be the point maybe the situation they're they're in is going to bring them to the best point of being able to hear the message. Who knows? I have no idea. I have a faith in the statement come from the Course of Miracles, which is you and I are dreaming in ourselves out of this dreaming. And as we do, the dream will get happier. Yes? I'm a believer in that. So I believe everything has value. And uh, who says that everyone's supposed to get this message? You are that. You don't see getting it is a can be a, a real uh, bother. Tell you the truth, yeah. Because what happens if you believed you got it? You can believe you can lose it, yeah. 
And if you believe that you got it because of certain things you did, then if you do other certain things, you can lose it. Yeah. You see, it's like it's like dancing with the devil. You're going to lose either way. So this takes the whole thing out of it. And the job of what gets frustrated is the action figure. I probably had, uh, you know, something, if you understand, something was too tight in my undergarments, you know, and so I was feeling uncomfortable. And so it may have been seen as frustration with others. <laughs> but all you do is put out the message. If that's your seat assignment. Yeah, if it wasn't, you'd be putting up a wall or something, you know, you just, uh, I believe if you hear satsang, it's going to bring you to a point of ending a lot of stuff, not you ending it, but you're going to witness or be there when a lot of stuff ends, and there'll be a being convinced, being convinced, even though you're not maybe feeling it all second of every day, but being convinced of the statement, the seeker is the sword. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. What can be perceived can't be perceiving. Yes? Yeah, being yeah. ourselves reality. These things, being ourselves reality does not induce a lot of mileage and a lot of effort and thought when I hear that. It's a, it's a fact, being ourselves reality and then all this other stuff comes after that. And a lot of the stuff that comes after that is predicated on reality, seemingly forgetting that it's reality. Yeah. So yeah. What, is, what needs to be pointed out is what you're not. This, even the word self is too much. Yeah. So how we usually term it, because we speak from recovery a lot and they use the word self. But if I had my choice, it would be selfing. It's an activity, and the activity implies the act of being identified as self, but self is not a noun in that sentence. It's, it's, it's nothing. It's the act of being identified as self is an activity, yeah? And so that activity is happening in a larger field, and I would say we are that larger field, or let's say the activity could be put as content, and we can be seen as context, yeah? So basically, when these things, it's almost like the book is closed, yeah? Okay, you hear, hey, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, Paul, let's say, and then Paul wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. Now, there's been a mistake because there... <laughs> There is no non-existent thing. Yeah, non-existent would be mean there's no thing existing. Yeah. So this whole idea of Paul is negated. Yeah, by the statement. So the presupposing of a non-existent thing being Paul, really, that's what's being supposed. Yeah. And then Paul wanting to get salvation and running around doing tons of shit to feel better and everything like that. Yes. If that's the case, Paul's spiritual practices, because that's what they'll be. They'll be Paul's spiritual practices that Paul believes is going to extinguish that fire, is going to put gasoline on the fire. That's the, that's, that's the invitation of non-duality. It's almost as if you've been moving forever and finally something gives you the opportunity to stop. 
hopefully the statement has enough juice in, in your reaction to it, like an avalanche, and it stops you. And you get to see all the looking, because looking has time in it. You see it and you realize, hey, I'm guilty and you're not ultimately, but there's I'm guilty. You know, the Buddha, yeah, has been used to seek the Buddha. Okay, why? Just look at it. Can you imagine there was a meeting hundreds of years ago, seemingly, by a guy named Huang Po somewhere in China, has a lot of people interested in this topic of recognition, awakening, whatever. And he's looking at them all and he looks at them and he makes this statement. He doesn't say, all right, Paul, Jim, Steve, Mary, because he's not seeing Paul, Jim, Steve, Mary. He's seeing them as the Buddha. And he's talking through Steve, trying to get over Steve, under Steve, around Mary to speak to the Buddha, which he can't miss because it's everywhere at all times. So basically, all he has to do is miss you. And this is the drive and the anxiety of everyone wanting to get it. That's the point. You're not getting it. That's what it's working at that point. The not getting it is the message is working. It's showing you, you can't get it. It's not personal that you can't get it. So what more information do you need? I have, I've been coming to these for 10 years. I, I never get it. Hallelujah. That's the freaking message because you are it. You see, it's just the way we read it. It gets put in another another light when it's actually revealing everything to you. Yeah. He didn't talk to Steve. He talked to the Buddha. And why would he say to Steve, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha? It would be fucking great to use the Buddha to seek the Buddha if you were Steve. But you're not. You're the Buddha. Therefore, the whole effect is completely different because you're the Buddha. The whole effect of, oh, when I feel like I want to find something, I look for it. That makes sense. You can't do it with this. Yeah, because you are it. What? Yeah. You're not the pants you look for or the coffee you look for. Even the drugs I did, I never thought I was cocaine. Never. Yeah. So basically, you are what you're looking for. Yeah. What is it? What's looking? It doesn't say who's looking. That's an afterthought. That's the presupposing of a non-existent thing and then getting it leapfrogged before everything. Yeah. Yes. So this so, is, yeah. So I guess uh, the, the, the issue of uh, compassion then is just to look at uh, everyone as being the Buddha basically and, uh, you know, being okay well, the way they are or? Well, no, I don't know how it's going to be. But these things, these things don't move. Your behavior or your reactions to or from them may move. But these, these ideas don't move. When they land, they're fucking solid, yes? And so basically, you realize there's no road answer to anything because every dance is new. So basically, you walk in with whatever situation, and maybe you tell someone to do one thing, and the next person, you tell them to do exactly the opposite. Yeah, and it may not make any mental sense, but that's what was delivered at the time. Yeah, yes, this is the way to go. Uh, there's no rote answer. There isn't because there's mind, big M mind before everything. And if mind is dreaming, it can use whatever it's dreaming to go wherever it wants. Yeah, 
They can. Some people go to fucking a mental hell by reading scriptures. They do. Millions of people get killed based on an interpretation of a scripture. Some other person reads one line of that scripture and fucking the whole thing drops. Was it the line? No, it's us. The, that which is before us. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't like have a, it's not like a quarterback with all the plays on his wrist. I don't look at, okay, I'm going to, all right, run down. I'm going to, no, I just, you just show up naked and see what happens. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, and we're not in the outcome business, as we say in recovery. Mm. Not in the outcome business. I know if I have an interest in someone getting sober, it's probably going to be a deterrent for them getting sober most of the time because some weird shit will come around. I see it. I very rarely do I see a parent get their child sober. Very rarely. Yeah. The, the, the kids are going to hear it from someone else, somewhere else. Yes. So, yeah. So uh, I know we're not... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've entered uh, non-duality as a career, you made a bad choice. You know, really, my success is when no one shows up, really. It, really. <laughs> Seriously, I'm shooting for the lowest possible numbers. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting for the, the, the smallest amount of hits. I don't want someone to listen to me or not me. Yeah, I definitely don't want anyone to listen to me, but I to listen to the talks like 24 hours in a row or something. I don't think that's healthy. Fucking take a break and watch Bloodline or something. You'll go, you'll really, it'll be better for you because this addiction obviously is appearing. I mean, I've had people call me up and they spent over a million dollars in seeking and I could hear their kids and their, their husband talking from another room and she was on the video and she'd been watching 16 hours of video. She never sleeps. And there's a kids and the husband just come and be our wife and, and mom. No, you know, this is freaking insane. That's what I would like to see people free from. Yeah, I'm not, I don't like the term spirituality. I just don't like it. It's, it's sort of, it's like what they did with the word Zen, you know, they put Zen gardening, Zen, you know, hand soap, Zen pillows, Zen tons, they just slap the name on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel we're not of a body and a thing. We don't come about by thought. Yeah. We're not a product of a mental state. And the best way to describe what we are is not to, yeah? And just spend time describing what you're not because everyone can see that. No one's gonna see what you are, none, ever. But you can see what you're not. You can see the activity that's leading to a conclusion that gets presupposed before everything else. It's a mental conclusion that when it finally appears after the process of selfing, it leapfrogs to be before everything. And then someone will call me and say, I've been selfing all day. No, there has not been a one selfing all day. There's just been selfing about a one. 
Yeah, it never changes direction. There's not a point when the selfing that's implying the one turns into one selfing. Never, never. It's always the selfing is implying the noun. The noun never starts doing the verb. It's always the verb, yeah? And then leading to a noun. It never varies, it never shifts, yeah? This is what I mean. When you see the horse in front of the cart, that may be the only way you see it from that point on. The head may tell you tons of things. <gasps> the cart's getting ahead of the horse. Well, watch out, it was before the horse. And I know it's gonna be, you know, but in fact, every time you look, the horse is in front of the cart. <laughs> no, every time you see, every time you look, you're looking to hopefully see the cart in front of the horse. But every time you see, it's the horse in front of the cart. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun here, you know, to come here because in time, a lot of things that aren't so appear to be so through repetition. Well, why not repeat a message that talks about what is so and doesn't need to appear to be so? Yeah. Why not use repetition in that direction? Yeah. So that's what we do with satsang, I feel. We come here, we share the space, we speak with certainty, we point in a certain way, and you can guarantee that it's probably going to be that way because. There's nothing new in non-duality. It doesn't, there's not a quantum leap in non-duality. It's a fact. Before all the shenanigans in the imagination and in the world of what's not happening, this is a fact, yeah? Mm -hmm. A fact being ourselves reality, yeah? Now, if you try to act like you're a reality as what you're not, it doesn't go anywhere, but it does go somewhere because it shows you value. Yeah, it fails you over and over again. And in that failing, it's valuable. Yeah, you see it. You see it in its glory because the non-duality gives you a way that you're going to see so many assumptions and understandings in a new light. And you're going to see them as misunderstandings and as repetitive assumptions with no weight. You are. And you'll see the collapse of the house of Paul. Yeah. And yet the house of Paul will appear over and over until, you know, death, I guess. But the fact is, you, <laughs> the fact is, is just find out. You'll feel something, sense something uh, that overrides all the time and distance and shit. Yeah, it does. It's just, you know, you keep coming back until you realize you never left, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And hopefully that's what satsang does. It keeps bringing you back to where you never left. Yeah. Yes. So thank you for the question. And thank you very much and all the support. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, David, under. And we got Jack Chi wants to ask something too. All right. David from Down Under. David W. Hi, oh, David. G'day. Hey, Dave. <laughs> G'day, Paul. G'day, everybody. Um, oh, it's not really a question, but I was um, uh, I, I was sort of thinking that uh, uh, Paul Hedeman's Zoom like this is to me like a game of American baseball. It's like you're the pitcher trying to get it past the 
in baseball, do they call the guy with the bat the batsman? Like, who, yeah. who, who's you're trying to get it past them. You're trying to slide him into the keeper, mate. You just keep trying to fucking put him in there, slip him in there, slip him by, you know. It's a fucking beauty. I, I actually, I don't know, I've been doing this for about three months, I, I suppose, coming. I can't really remember. Yes. And, and I have got fuck all of what you've ever said, but it's 99% of it has finally gone through. If, if yeah. you get what I mean. It's, yes. That's what it seems like to me. I don't yes. get it and I don't care that I don't get it. It just seems to make sense now. Yes. You know? Thank anyway, you. No question there, just a loud mouth Aussie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good on you, yeah. mate. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, bro. That's a pretty succinct way of putting it, yes. Yeah, usually uh, I'm a recipient of a lot of delayed gratification. Uh, gratitude. <laughs> I can it takes a few years. <laughs> I can imagine you'd get you'll get thank you letters long after you did gone, mate. That's right. I used to hate you, motherfucker, but uh, I see it now. All right, thank you. <laughs> every, every, one of my, every one of my friends I've told them about you, they all hate your guts, mate. But they all do. I'm sorry. <laughs> a good one. Yeah, it's us. It's uh, yes. They're, they're a little bit too scared. Those people to um, entertain a different thought. I suppose. Yes. Well, they're being entertained by thought. They're not entertaining thoughts. Yeah. The idea of the one entertaining thoughts is thoughts entertaining a one, so to speak. Yeah. We're asked backwards, really. I mean, how are you going to see? <laughs> if you're driving ahead looking in the rearview mirror a lot of shit can go on yeah in that condition yes you may be thinking you're arriving somewhere where you seem to be going farther away from who knows yeah and then if you call anyone else they're in the same predicament they're driving looking in the rearview mirror <laughs> we're all getting close to the goal no you're not you're going backwards so to speak <laughs> You're not, it's, but you know. It's good yeah. fun driving like that for a real short period of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the exhilaration of getting away with something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, All thanks, right. Paul. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Thanks, David. And I apologize to the ones I just admitted because uh, Miss, Amelia, Miss Amelia made me Paul Hederman and I didn't realize that didn't make me coast anymore. So. He got much better looking quickly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing transformation. <laughs> It's always Amelia's fault. <laughs> well, Jack Chi has the question. Jack Chi has a hand up. Oh, Marie has a hand up. All right. Marie first and then Jack Chi. Marie. Hey, uh, it's Mari. Um, oh, Mari. How are you? I'm good. Um, I uh, forgot what I was going to say now. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, I liked uh, your phrasing about self, the selfing thing. I could yes. uh, really kind of see that, and um, you know, you're saying it's a verb, not a noun. That that makes sense. Um, I wasn't quite clear on your analogy of the uh, the metaphor that you have of the horse and the cart. I didn't I didn't know which. What's supposed to be the horse and what's supposed to be the cart in that? Well, the horse is, in be, is before the cart. 
it's something we've used in a while. It's, it's attempting to say this is mostly directional. It's not really content or volume. It's how it's pointed, yeah. So most of us think we're, we're taken to be the cart and we believe we're in front of the horse when actually the horse is in front of the cart. Yeah, it's just that we've been using it for years. So keep coming back. <laughs> It'll hit you sooner or later. Yeah. I, did, I had one other um, quick one. Uh, so would you say that a starting point uh, to this might be... Um, now? <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say... Um, you know this idea was that we are constantly inventing this idea of god and so the starting point would would actually be atheism uh no no it's it's noism really it may it's is i s but without an m it is but not ism yeah my feeling yeah, I don't care about uh, ideas of anything, really. Yeah. Well, if you I think just I mean... investigate your own sense. Is yeah. there anything before what's seen? Is there anything before awareness? The only thing that you could believe is before awareness would be conceptual. It would be a conceptual idea. But basically in this experience, there is something that's not of some or thing. It's an awareness and onness, yeah? So every sound is being heard, but that which is hearing the sound cannot be heard, yes? I would say that's, some would call it spirit, awareness, consciousness, but there is and it's not appearing as a thing and it's not doing awareness. Yeah, it doesn't have a lapse of being unaware and then aware, it's awareness, it's a field, it's a space, yes? And if you take any sensation and take it as far back you can go, there's, it always goes to that same place, that place that cannot be known, but knows everything else, yeah? I don't see anywhere else. You know, everything else is just like, you know, conjecture about what the earth looked like 800 million years ago. And I go to a four hour seminar, who the fuck knows? No one does, yeah? But so, yes. So just look at the basic seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Is there, is a lot of that associated with thought and effort or no? It isn't because it's being that which can see, hear, feel, taste, touch, smell. It's not the apparatus that smells, it's not the ear, but it's that awareness or an onness, yeah? I don't think there's anything before that, to tell you the truth. And I find you can find that out right where you're sitting. Yeah, just now. I've gone there a lot and there's nowhere else to go so far. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna be a big surprise, but for years now, uh, there's just an unknowable, inscrutable, always present onness that uh, is not going to bend to an investigation or, or turn itself into an experience or 
be able or allow someone to see it. You'd have to be something other than it to do that. And you're not. That's the premise of the message. That premise became the message in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that answered anything, but it's a nice riff. Just feeling it. I did it. You know, I have, uh, you know, some people may call it titanus or something. I've heard sound since I was young. Uh, never, they're never broken. It's always on. And I sat many a night at four in the morning, just hearing everything. And then, and everything I hear is before that, it's after that hearing, that vibration going off. There's not, there's something that's hearing it, but it's not a thing. Yeah. And I can't hear that thing that's hearing that. And to me, it's the closest the most constant sensation that I've ever met in this life. It's on constantly. Yeah, in a loud room, in a quiet place, it's always on. And there is something that's constantly aware of that. Yeah. That doesn't, that never has more constancy than that's, than that's, that is aware of it. Yeah. It's just obvious. So. Yeah, there's a point you just put the ball down and then grace is there, as they say. Yeah, so, yeah. I just don't see it, you know, if you sit and have someone and every time they say something and you say, well, there is no body, what's hearing that is a body. There's an identification, the hearer is pictured as a body. So while you're hearing, you're not a body, which could be great news. You're hearing it as a body, which reinforces the body. Yeah. I don't see how you're going to get before that process in time. I just don't. You know, while you're going to sit down on the meditation cushion, it already has you as the meditator. It's already claimed the action you just starting to imply that you're the meditator. I mean, yeah, so... All right. You ready for Jack? Yeah, I think I lost whoever that was. Yeah, that's Marie. She's still there. All right, Marie. Mari. Mari. Yes. All right, Jack G. A blast from the past. Hey, Jack Paul. Good, good to good to fucking see you, buddy. How are you? Good. Very good. Listen, I, I, I stayed away for a little while just because I wanted to come back and ask if there was anything new in non-duality. Uh, you kind of already answered it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> How you been, Jack G? I've been really good, my man. Great. Really good. Great. And uh, it's, it's, it's great to see you there in Hawaii. Have you been to the Big Island before? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've yeah. seen the volcano? Uh, I haven't seen it today. So it means it's like I've never seen it. No. Okay. We're going to go up there tonight, I think. All right. Good. Good. I, yeah. I, I, We're going to throw one of us is going to be thrown into the volcano. Well, that should probably be Kerry. Just no, we know. all decided it should be Jack G, but you're not around. Yeah, but I'm so. not there. Yeah. Well, we may do it in effigy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that would be nice. Take a video, please. Yeah, we're gonna have you talking as we throw you in. <laughs> this shocks don't swim in schools. That's gonna be your last statement. Shocks don't swim in schools. 
Oh. <laughs> this fire's uh. hot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I this this uh, accent uh, it can be a curse, but uh, sometimes it it, uh, pl it it plays into my favor. So yes, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. those days uh, may be over though, bro. I think. <laughs> Uh, too much, but uh, it's uh, it's really great to see everybody there, and I'm really uh, happy for you guys. And uh, I know you're gonna have a great time. Uh, but yeah, I I saw uh, one of the uh, podcasts the other day, and you were telling a story about a uh, uh, pool, a neighbor's pool. Yes. Yes. And uh, I haven't I, got I haven't heard back from anyone yet, so that's good. <laughs> well, this is the thing that I, I really anal I really broke that down and analyzed it after I heard you tell the story. And uh, it really made me uh, think a lot about, you know, I've I've said things in my in my life that um, I, I didn't really know where they came from. Yeah. And, I, you know, a lot of people have probably felt that way. They say something, I'm like, you know, what? why did I say that? Or where did that come from? Anyway, uh, I just thought it was a perfect example of um, uh, Stanley. Yes. And I, and, and I think that uh, Stanley isn't always uh, malevolent, uh, but benevolent as well. And... Uh, uh, Perhaps that information got passed to those people because it was supposed to. <laughs> yes, you never know. Yeah. I heard some digging in the other day. I don't know. <laughs> I well, think they were I, digging for the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I, you know, I've, I've really learned not to regret uh, uh, a lot of stuff because of that. Because yeah, ultimately, everything everything uh happens the way it's supposed to is kind of my take on things but uh you yeah, know the so real just, lightness jack is is really that you're you're not the one that regrets or doesn't regret that's like a blanket lightness it doesn't it's not predicated even in the smallest way about less regret or more regret it's just there's no one who has the regret that to me is the fundamental relief. Yeah, I really find. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. all the meaning about regret or not regretting or regretting too much or whatever, it's always funneled into through the owner, Jack or Paul. Yeah. So if you take Paul out of the equation, the whole thing reads differently. Yeah, it really does. Seriously. It really does. And uh, you get totally different messages, you get totally different downloads. Yeah. But yeah. So remember, that's the trap door. You don't want to drop the regret, regret through the trap door, the, the idea of being the regretter. Yeah. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It applies to everything, everything that shows up and is stated with such uh, emphasis. You just take the wind out of it. The wind, like attention, just gets go somewhere else because it doesn't really mean that fucking much. Yes. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. Uh, listen, this this summer, uh, if you want to uh, make a trip to Cape Cod, I'm very close to the uh, ocean here, and Mike, Mike, and Greg are gonna come by at some point when they're out here. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk. Do you have, to, yeah. Do you uh, have ceilings and four walls? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh. I, is my, is my the new... house not moving? <laughs> Any roosters? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right, Jack. Hey, I would love to. I like Cape Cod. I like yeah, it a lot. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it more. Probably I'll talk to Mike more yes, about please. it. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, it's cold there now, Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's cold here now, but not in the summer. Beautiful. I don't know. Just being funny. All right. Anyone else? Uh, Thanks. Thanks, Paul. For hands. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Paul. Oh, there's Stacy L from yeah, Los Angeles. Uh, nice to see you, Stacy. Hi, Paul. All's well, family, everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting ready to see you in Italy. Oh, great! Yes, this perfect advertisement segue. Yay. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you'll get to see me too. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, we're looking. Hopefully, uh, yes. Hopefully, we get enough people signed up, and we'll, it'll come to pass. Beautiful place. So, yeah. Nice, Stacy. Nice to see you very much. Anyone have a question? Uh, let's call for hands. All right, well, let's say goodbye then. Eh? Hey, Jack G, thank you for dropping in, bro. Yeah. And uh, Marie, Mari, I think I have it. Nice to see you, Mari. David from Down Under, fantastic. Angie, thank you for your thoughtful questions very much. I appreciate your participation. PK, as always. Anu, there she is. We got Nick R. Nice to see you, Nick. Gina. Oh, nice to see that little smiling face, Gina. Yes, pleasure to see you. We got Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, Vlad. Vlad, I think, is in Russia. Yes, there he is. Yeah. We got Johannes. He's been with us since the beginning. Thank you. Thank you for you showing up, bro. Tommy from Ireland. Tyler. Tyler E., I think, is doing a lot of service for us. Thank you. Uh, we need every all the help we can get. Yeah. Linda S. Linda S. Yeah, there she is. The one and only. We got. Oh, uh, who's the globetrotter now? You're the globetrotter. All right. <laughs> oh, there's Linda. You. Linda, where are you? How are I'm you? I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, good to see you. I just wanted to say hi real quick. Yeah. Carrie has been driving us around today. Yeah. Carrie's a good tour guide. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, Kagan, nice to see you. Yes. Sanda, thank you for all the support, honey. She's in the homeland, India. Jacob and Alex, and oh, Indigo, too. Nice, uh, nice group. Thanks for having us. Hey, I hope all's well, Jacob, and call me anytime. Yeah, you too, everyone. Alex, nice to see you, Indigo. Thanks, Paul. See you. Yeah. Thank you for everything. We got Alan O. 
Thank you, Alan, for the continued support. Tej, always like seeing Tej, Tej live, but Zoom will do. Nice to see you, Tej. We got Susanna W, a dear friend, Mike C, Sue K, JP from Vietnam. Uh, we got Zlatko, Zlatko. Hey, Paul. Uh, I hope you're doing well, Z, you okay? I am, I am, thanks. Thanks for dropping in tonight, and I'll, I'll give you a call. I'm okay. two hours behind you, so I'll call you tomorrow. All right, thanks. Everyone here says hello, Z. Hi, Z. Yeah, there he is. Thanks a lot. Hi. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, we're all here. We're all with you in spirit, my friend. Okay. Yes. All right, we got some phone numbers. I don't know who they are. Oh, Nick. Yeah. Oh, Nick. Nice to see you, Nick. Nick's uh, one of the uh, locals. Hey, thank you, everyone. I don't see, I don't know how to move to the next page. So. All right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, here comes others. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. See you, everyone. We'll be here tomorrow for the recovery. Everything goes as it usually does. So yeah, we'll see you tomorrow and any, you know, whatever. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. You're lucky to see around too. 8.30. 8.30, yes. 8.30, yeah. So what? 8.30, so what is it? Yeah, 8.30 isn't bad. Who go to bed early? You get up at 8.30 at home. It'll be 10.30 when you wake up. Break into your... Oh, Paul, you know what? Yeah. Um, so much. It's I'll go there, honey. This is great. Yes, thank you. Yeah. You do more and more than enough. What? Apologize for apologizing. <laughs> You're treating us fantastically. It's great. Yes. Just being here is uh, it's great. And I like to meet Carrie's fantastic. Yeah. Always to see Mike. It's great. And I know. It's just so surreal. It's just so generous. It's just so. I just. I just hope that one day I'll be able to outgive you. Oh, oh, I'm already yeah. doing it. Yeah. 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 I hope I can outlive you. Yeah. Well, honey, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a more or less of giving anyway. No, no, it's not about Paul. She yeah. gives so much. Yeah. I'll speak to Amelia about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my days. 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 I 
It's a yeah. nice, it's a nice activity to gather people to. Uh -huh. We're gonna have a lot of sm uh, uh, very tasty little reunions, uh -huh. maybe here, like we did yeah. at our yeah. house yeah. every day. Yeah. Italy. Italy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's just going to do things. That's the whole point. You know, well, it's, it's, I, I just, yeah, it's just, these are just such auspicious times in the way things are going in. Yes. Just so you guys know, the, uh, you're still on. It seems like right. to be okay. Oh yeah. So it's just I, sort I of. Did. I, I was yeah. so addicted. To, I was one of those people that listened to you sixteen hours a day or more. Yeah. Because I was. I was sixteen I, hours a day. Yeah. Hey Judith. For sixty no, minutes no, a day. No, for real. Literally. You know what? I had panic attacks. Oh I yes. Had, but I it helped like, you. I was. Oh. I'm not saying it's bad yeah. or good, but no, it helped I you in your situation. That's right. I, I couldn't cope with my feelings. I couldn't cope with my brain. Yes. I knew that there was something in there that was cracking. Hey, Judith. Something that was. I love you. Judith. To have it, anxious to get it, anxious to. Um, I'm sorry. Making me so miserable. And I, I love you, Judith. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Mike, I love you, Mike. Please forgive me. I'm sorry, everyone. They don't hear us, Jeff. Oh, yeah. PK, it looks like you live in a fucking shoebox, man. Oh, you should see the rest. Well, just the angle of the camera. It just looks like you're in a fucking shoebox. Well, you know, this place, it's, it's like, a, like a tornado hit it. It's like boxes and shit everywhere, but it's okay. Yeah, it's all good, man. Well, yeah, I like yeah, I'm going through some changes, but you know what? Extreme measures. I, wh whoever it is that's going through the changes and what's being changed is like what's alleging. The and what's being alleged, right? Right. And it's all good. Bro. No, so yeah, I think it's good. good. You know, I think I think that reference point is just like a floating point. So it's kind of how most people used to get know how know what most people used to give me credit for helping with their insomnia. I know Paul put his camera down. But I guess he didn't end the session. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna text Mike and just tell him, but I think everyone's pretty That's much gone I mean. anyway. So you would the well, least. No, it's thing nice. We're like we're know. like there, like hiding. Right. Like I'm like the fly on the wall. Says, well, you let, I can sleep when I'm listening. Right. Uh, I think yeah, I kind of like that. It's like being there, right? You can't find I'm sure. I'm not gonna get it. You know. It's not going to well, be thing uh, is, very private stuff. So, how many people are left? Nah, I mean, nothing's really. I think with this group, yeah, exactly. yeah. there's nothing really yeah. private. Yeah, I mean, everything is pretty there. much. It's yeah. like unhaving never left. What it is, you right? Get it. You right. get that unhaving never left. Right. That's what you get. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I love you, Judith. You've had it all along. <laughs> yeah, that's real. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what that is, Jack? What's that? That's the uh, Let's the Hawaiian with you have Hopo no 
Hoponono, which is I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Concepts and shit like that. Oh, okay. You see that you are like a. Which is I kind of rearranged it to I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me. Shit on it. Yeah, I had no idea. I don't know what you need to be forgiven for, but. Well, and that's the thing is, well, but I think that, you know, what the most important thing is. Well, even forgiving ourselves, even if there is no self, just to employ or to be in the field or in, there is forgiveness. We can be part of it, you know? Yeah, sometimes I ask for forgiveness preemptively because I, I know I'm going to fuck up. Right, right. So, but they say, you know, the most important person to forgive and to love and to accept and stick with for ourselves, right? That's the point, honey. Like sure. We can't, that's, we can't divorce ourselves. That's the best. I can't I leave can me. So it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you could, right? It's been a metaphorically very thing as an action figure. But yeah. you need that that's transactional, honestly, I think, being. In my life, I took. Well, lot, that's what I've always know? liked about Buddhism is the uh, the whole and idea of no self. Emotionally, very, very. Right, and Paul is great because he's a personification. Where and, he still um, has, I didn't there is a some to, self left, yeah, but it's a very low trace yeah. amount, you know. Amelia was a very, Amelia really was one of the that that is traveling lighter really, because yeah. a lot got undone in me, a lot got undone, and then I figured. Anyway, bro, I'm gonna go. Girlfriend, I good was, seeing I you, PK. Right off into all right, Jack G. Good that you know. I, I always throw your allegedly in there. That's good. I love it. Just brought me. Well, that's just such a great, us, you, know, you know, it's a great uh, line. It's like Paul seemingly will be a greatest allegedly doesn't necessarily and just say that stuff. it's a hundred percent. It's allegedly like, or seemingly stuff it appears to be, right? But we don't know right. for sure. A lot of crazy ideas. You that can and that's a good thing that we don't know for sure, right? That's right. You can say anything you want as long as you as long as you say allegedly, you can say anything. Like, preemptively yeah, that's going to be my new thing <laughs> preemptively, preemptively. that's a good one <laughs> preemptive all right jack g preemptive and unilateral Ooh, the unilaterally that sounds good too wait right, judith bro. i love you <laughs> judith i miss you please forgive me i'm sorry you think they have the volume down? Yeah. Oh. Oh, let's not get too touchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amelia's been a big, uh, yeah. I mean, I've gotten a lot of, you know how you have ideas pretty much like, you know, uh, you figure, all right, enough's enough. But more good comes, more possibilities yeah. show up to uh, be touched. Right. and touch others it's just great okay. i we're really like we did this use we used to have this exercise in recovery okay. when you got into the program mm -hmm. the sponsor who you were working with the man or the woman would have you write down what would you wish to happen in your first year of sobriety mm -hmm. and then when you got a year they would read it and you see how small you were playing it mm -hmm. and how much life gave you right. huge like super sure. oh, super sure. abundantly sure. more sure. and then you realize this thing of 
this yeah. feeling of withholding permission or some fucking weird thing right. that you're not able just to give and receive. Right. You have to earn something. Or, it's right. just so fucking well, well, insane. Well, really. there, there goes yeah. again your, the Christmas tree with all the ornaments and the gifts underneath you, yeah. you're it. Yeah. And so, yeah, and why would you give yourself something that is so... Uh, it's something that is uh, so sweet. I can be really uh, sweet and really wonderful in your Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know. I, want oh, I know. Well, that's uh, the point. Yeah. You get. You don't even. You know. After you pass that, it's not even worth the time to put out. Why didn't you? Right. You just. You've been released. Right. And open to new possibilities, which right. I felt a lot of fucking honor and gratitude for. I really yeah. have. I mean, I've been, uh, it's just like when you were laying in the hospital bed and, mm -hmm. you know, you were surviving. Right. Yeah. And you People were like sort of, it sort of sucked in a lot of ways, but you were like, fuck, this is, uh, I'm just very appreciative mm -hmm. of the life continuing. You know? Right. And, uh, yeah. And one yeah. of the biggest things was really my, as a, as a, signpost was me being sober for two years when my mother passed away that was a huge huge uh, hurdle i guess uh because i felt the mental state really i had the role that it had me playing right. i was convicted already right. i was just living out sentences you know you ever hear when that someone does something really bad they get like seven life sentences in a row right. i mean it's basically you're wow. never fucking getting out of anything yeah well it was sort of like that i felt like uh the head had me convicted and there was no way out yeah and to have all those all those charges all those charges dropped was just mind-boggling incredible when i realized that which was convicting me, I'm not. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It is a beautiful picture. Hold yeah. on, hold on. This is a beautiful picture. Where is Carrie? Where is Carrie? Where is Carrie? Well, wait.